and welcome to The Improvement Project, a podcast about being a better human through good habits, challenging yourself, learning from a wide range of experts, and celebrating all the little wins along the way. I'm Dr. Peggy Malone, a healthcare provider and human being, trying my best to be better and encouraging others to do the same. I'm in London, Ontario, Canada. After 19 years of working with patients to help them take on better habits for health and wellness, as well as a year of personal monthly habit challenges, I've learned how our daily choices impact and ultimately create our lives. So I'm getting intentional about my habits and routines, and I'm hoping to inspire you to become more disciplined, more consistent, happier, healthier, more productive, and overall your own best self. Today's episode is episode 177 of the Improvement Project podcast, and today I am once again sharing a special replay of an episode that is well-loved and listened to, and which I consider one of the Improvement Project's MVPs, or most valuable podcasts. Maybe you are a listener and you just found the Improvement Project and you haven't had a chance to start at episode one and listen to all 176 episodes. And as a result, you might have missed some of the most valuable episodes. These MVPs or most valuable podcasts are episodes of the Improvement Project that I've been told people listen to over and over and that have brought them the most value in their personal growth journey. So I just want to sprinkle them in from time to time. And if you're a newer listener and you've never heard this podcast, this will be an opportunity to find some of the ones that might be able to help you the quickest. If you want to jump into your own personal growth and you're looking for an episode that will inspire you and give you something solid to work on that will bring a result quickly, these episodes will be for you. And if you're a longtime listener, you might enjoy listening to the episode at a different place than where you were the first time you heard it. Because you are dedicated to constantly growing and learning, your brain is different now than it was six months ago. And re-listening to this episode again now may resonate a little bit differently than it did the first time you heard it. You might pick up new things for the first time that your brain didn't latch onto the first time because it was so focused on some other part of the episode, or it just didn't have the capacity for this concept. Today, we are going to go way back in time to June of 2020 to replay one of the segments in episode 105 and talk about the concept of motion versus action. Are you ready? Let's go. All right. Today, we want to talk about something, and it's a concept that is motion versus action. So uh, I came across this while reading our our online pretend best friend, James Clear's book, again, because this book is sort of one of our go-to sources for anything to do with habits. So his book is called Atomic Habits. And here's the excerpt from his book that discusses this concept, motion versus action. There is a common mistake that often happens to smart people, in many cases, without you ever realizing it. The mistake has to do with the difference between being in motion and taking action. They sound similar, but they are not the same. Here's the deal. Motion versus action. When you're in motion, you're planning and strategizing and learning. Those are all good things, but they don't produce a result. Action, on the other hand, is the type of behavior that will deliver an outcome. Here are some examples, the last of which is related to exercise, which is what we are still focused on this June. If I outline 20 ideas for articles I want to write, that's motion. If I actually write and publish an article, that's action. If I search for a better diet plan and read a few books on the topic, that's motion. If I actually eat a healthy meal, that's action. If I explore different types of meditation, that's motion. If I actually sit down and meditate for one minute, that's action. If I go to the gym and ask about getting a personal trainer, that's motion. If I actually step under the bar and start squatting, that's action. 
Sometimes motion is useful, but it will never produce an outcome by itself. It doesn't matter how many times you go to talk to the personal trainer, that motion will never get you in shape. Only the action of working out will get the result you're looking to achieve. Mm. That's really interesting. Mm -hmm. I love it. I think about that. I was making lists last night of all the like projects I want to work on. Yeah. And this makes me think of it where it's like, instead of thinking about it, yet doing it. I think it's really common, which is part of the reason I wanted to talk about it because it really resonated for me. So I thought maybe some of our listeners might be into it too. Mm -hmm. It goes on to say, so why smart people find themselves in motion. So if motion doesn't lead to results, why do we do it? Sometimes we do it because we actually need to plan or learn more. And I agree with this. Like I think that's important. Uh, But more often than not, we do it because motion allows us to feel like we're making progress without running the risk of failure. Most of us are experts at avoiding criticism. It doesn't feel good to fail or be judged publicly. So we avoid situations where that might happen. And that's the biggest reason why you slip into motion rather than taking action. You want to delay failure. This is awesome. Uh This is really well done. So he goes on to say, yes, I'd like to get in shape, but I don't want to look stupid in the gym. So I'll just talk to the trainer about their rates instead. Yeah, I'd like to lose weight, but I don't want to be the weird one who eats healthy at lunch. So maybe I should just plan some healthy meals when I get home instead. Do you know what this makes me think of? What? When you would say, I'm thinking about thinking about it. <laughs> right. like when you're, that was hilarious. Oh, and I would, I, I still say that occasionally. And you're right. When I'm thinking about thinking about it, I'm totally in motion. I haven't really even moved to something that's going to move the needle. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is what I mean. This is cool. So he goes on to say this. It's easy to be in motion and convince yourself that you're still making progress. You think I've got conversations going with four potential clients right now. This is good. We're moving in the right direction. Or I brainstormed some ideas for that book I want to write. This is coming together. Motion makes you feel like you're getting things done, but really you're just preparing to get something done. When preparation becomes a form of procrastination, you need to change something. You don't want to merely be planning. You want to be practicing. And then this is where um, I mentioned this when we, before we started recording tonight. This reminds me so much about what we talked about last week. Progress is more important than perfection. And when people get stuck in that procrastination, prepping, planning stage, it's kind of related to them wanting things to be perfect or having some fear around it instead of taking any action, no matter how small, which would be progress. So that's mm-hmm. the difference between motion and action. I love it. It's awesome. I like it. So here's some ideas for taking action. And these are two that James Clear does. You might be able to take a hint from his strategies for the things in your own life where you're not taking action. I'm going to read these very carefully because I'm very interested. Um, So the first one is set a schedule for your actions. So every Monday and every Thursday, write a new article and publish it to the world. It's just what happens on those days. It's my schedule. I love Mondays and Thursdays because I know I will always produce something on those days. I'll get a result. That's a good feeling. So for weightlifting, I train on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. That's the schedule every week. If I'm not planning or I'm not planning workout exercises, I'm not researching workout programs. I'm simply working out. Action, not motion. 
For ongoing goals and lifestyle changes, I think that this is the best approach. Set a schedule for your actions and stick to it. That's, I think that's great. Do you remember when we were talking about this and we said, get it off your mind and put it on your calendar? Yes, I love that. I thought that that was a, like a Jenny Cow's original, wasn't it? That, that statement. I don't, I have no idea if where it came from. It was in my brain. I don't know how it got there, but it really does. I think that that's exactly what this speaks to. And I think that there's not comfort, but relief in having a when. Definitely. Rather than just, ooh, I should be. This is kind of like what I was talking about um, when, I, when we just discussed the June exercise challenge. What I've learned about myself, and I think probably it's relevant to a lot of people, is when I make a plan and put it on the schedule, then I'm not thinking about it anymore. There's no more decision fatigue. The decision has been made. There it is on the schedule. Yep. I just do it. So that's, yeah, I think that speaks to that for sure. Yeah. Um, the second thing that James Clear says is to pick a date to shift from motion to action. So for some goals, setting a daily or weekly schedule doesn't work as well. So that's what you just discussed, which was put it on the schedule. This is like, just pick a date to get something done. So uh, this is something like that is only going to happen once, like releasing a new book or launching a project or taking a big exam or submitting a major project. So these Mm -hmm. things require some planning up front, which is the motion. They also require plenty of action to complete them. So for example, you could set a schedule each week to write each chapter of your book, but for the book launch itself, you could spend weeks or months planning different venues, locations, and so on. So James Clear says in a situation like this, he finds that it's best to simply pick a date, put something on the calendar, make it public. This is when X is happening. Mm. For big projects or one-time goals, he thinks this is the best approach. Force yourself out of motion and into action by setting a hard deadline. And here's what the bottom line is about motion versus action, according to James Clear. Motion will never produce a final result. Action will. When you're in motion, you're planning and strategizing and learning. Those are all good things, but they don't produce a result. Are you doing something or are you just preparing to do it? Are you in motion or are you taking action? So does this idea of motion versus action resonate with you at all? Jenny and I want to hear about it. So send us an email to the improvement project at drpeggymalone.com or come and find us on the socials. Okay, we are back in November of 2021, and after re-listening to this segment, I just want to add one more thought to the concept of motion versus action that I was introduced to recently. If you think of motion versus action in another way, it's kind of like passive versus active. When you take passive action, you do lots of research, you read lots of books, you listen to lots of podcasts, you watch trainings, you soak in a lot of information, but you don't actually apply the information and do anything about it. You are just collecting information. And here's how you know you are partaking in motion or passive action. You can't really fail. If, however, you get into active action and you actually do the thing, it's something that you actually do out in the world and it's possible that you could fail or that you could be judged. For many of us, that fear of failure or judgment and all of the what-ifs associated with that keep us stuck in the motion of passive action that feels productive and busy, but that is not actually moving the needle with respect to achieving our big dreams and goals. So when you get stuck in the procrastination of preparing, ask yourself if it feels scary at all, if you can actually fail. If the answer is no, get into action and do the scary thing. You got this. 
And that's it for this episode of The Improvement Project. Let me know if revisiting this concept of motion versus action was helpful for you. Have you been guilty of procrastinating on your goals by preparing endlessly, but never doing the scary thing? Send me a DM on Instagram at Dr. Peggy Malone to let me know. Really do it. Don't think about doing it. Send me a message and let me know what goal you are working toward. For questions or comments, send an email to the improvement project at drpeggymalone.com. You can always come and say hi on the socials. I'm on Instagram at drpeggymalone. And you can always get my attention by using the hashtag The Improvement Project. As usual, you'll find all of the resources and links that were mentioned during today's show in the show notes at theimprovementproject.com. If this episode was helpful at all for you, please be sure to tell a friend and share it with them. This is the number one way that new listeners find this podcast. So if you found it helpful or entertaining, pass it on. We also have a Facebook group. Search for The Improvement Project on Facebook to join our community. Until next time, my friends, stay focused and get after it. Hey, before you go, I want to share something with you. I started working with a life coach at the beginning of 2021, and the experience has opened me up and changed me and ruined me in all of the best ways. It's one of those aha experiences that you hear about where once you are on the other side, once you know, there's no going back. I have learned so much about my thoughts and how thinking the same ones over and over have led to the results that I currently have in my life. Now, don't get me wrong, I love my life, but for years, I've had a voice quietly whispering in my ear that there must be more, that it can be even better than this. The work that I have been doing with my coach has allowed me to pay attention to that voice and change my thoughts to inspire me to take bigger and more consistent action on the way to creating a life that I love even more than the one I have now. I want this for you too. In August of 2021, I was inspired to start working with clients one-on-one as their coach to help them get unstuck and start following through on the way to their big dreams and goals. It has been amazing to watch them showing up for themselves more consistently, learning to have tough conversations to improve their relationships at work and at home, waking up to a spark of renewed purpose, and feeling more grateful for every single day. I've been helping these amazing humans by teaching them the tools to get results where they were having trouble getting results on their own. And no matter where you are starting, I can help you too. If this sounds like something that you want for yourself, then let's get started. Go to drpeggymalone.com forward slash coach to schedule a call with me. Our initial 30 minute conversation will help you to gain a deeper understanding of yourself and the work we will do together in order to get you everything that you want. Let's go.